Hello and welcome to the 90 Minutes Fitness Podcast where we discuss everything to do with soccer specific fitness from training and gym work to nutrition and recovery all in an easy to understand format so you can take your body and game to the next level. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Hello and welcome to the 90 Minutes Fitness Podcast. My name is Aidan, founder and coach of 90 Minutes Fitness. In today's episode, I just wanted to go into a little bit on how to survive pre-season as a college soccer player in the US. So as many of you might know, I spent two seasons in the US as a college um, as a college soccer player, um, studying for a master's in business administration also. So it's a fantastic experience and one that I've openly um, spoken about on this podcast before and it's an experience that I wouldn't trade for the world. However, with that being said, it was a, a huge adjustment for me going from an amateur basically an amateur team in Ireland training twice a week with one game at the weekend to basically playing full-time in the US, uh, often training twice a day. So just in this podcast, I really just wanted to give you an insight into what life is like um, during pre-season, but also just a few tips on how to basically survive pre-season as a player. Because I know many of you, many of you have um, actually started um, pre-season training already, um, depending on where you are in the US. I know with... Um, quarantine and covid and things like that there has been a bit of a bit of an upheaval to the college game but hopefully things will get back to normal soon enough um but yeah just over this uh, podcast the uh, things that i'll be looking at is just obviously pre- preparation before you go to the us and how important that is um, then i'll just give you an overview of pre-season itself such as how many sessions that you'll be doing the duration of those sessions as well then i'll just break that down into a daily schedule as well so what what a day would look like um, during pre-season um, i'll just touch on staying injury free as well um, recovery methods are also something that I'll try and give you a little bit of an insight into and just a few tips on and then finally I'll just go into a little bit on nutrition and how best to fuel yourself during pre-season so getting right into it with the fitness tests that you will be expected to complete obviously every college is different in my case at a d2 college the fitness tests that we were expected to do were you had a two mile test um, which is basically just you do it as fast as possible you also had a bench press test you had a squat test a little bit later on you had a agility test and then you had a shuttle test as well um, so they are quite taxing the the main emphasis was on the two mile for us we had a certain time to hit which was 13 11 so that was the minimum time that you had to hit in order to be eligible as a freshman or an incoming player um, over time then so for example in the next season that time would be reduced depending on how well you did in your first one because how well you do in the two mile will determine if you play or not it's something that I put a huge uh, huge focus on before I went to the US um, I put a lot of effort into training uh, specifically for that just so I was obviously at the level that I needed to be at to to actually um, be eligible to play um, I was hitting times of maybe 12.40 before I went so I was well within the specified time and when I eventually got there and did the official test I did hit 11.57 then so I was well within time so it wasn't really an issue um, but yeah just when it comes to preparation I mean you, you can't be too prepared for what is to come it's an absolutely grueling schedule um, 
not just pre-season but the actual season itself it's absolutely grueling um, one day off a week two games a week um, a lot of travel involved so you do need to be as fit as possible you will find that the most successful players that come from abroad um, they'll often be the fittest and uh, obviously they have to have technical ability as well but they're often the, the fittest and um, have good speed agility strength that sort of thing so it is very very important um, to be prepared and I can't stress enough that you do need to prepare and you do need to put in the effort um, before you go and not just a month before you go but just the you know three four five months before when I when I think of that I often think of if you're a footballer anyway you should be preparing all the time so it's not a case of just like a month before um looking ahead to that test you should always be be prepared and, and ready to go so yeah like i said preparation is absolutely key and you do need to be prepared before you go there um just an overview then of pre-season itself again it's just from my experience um within ncaa you are restricted in how many hours you can that coaches can actually spend with the players and how many hours you can actually spend together as a full team this means that a lot of the, a lot of the pre-seasons are condensed so whereas a full-time club might have a pre-season of five six weeks within the college game it's two weeks mostly that you have um, so yeah pre-season lasts two weeks um, generally it's two sessions a day um, the first session usually begins uh, I think for us it was at 8 so it was 8 to 9.30 and then you had the second session then from 3.30 to 5.30 in between that then you may have fitness testing or you may have meetings and things like that and then you have your prehab, rehab, all that good stuff so it does take up the entire day and pre-season is an absolute grueling experience a truly truly grueling experience um I don't think anything can coming from an, an amateur game or part-time level I don't think anything can prepare you for it as such it is quite a shock to the system especially for um, international players that do go to the US um, but like I said you can just take a bit day by day um, and get, get through each day as it is but it is really really difficult um, and you do have obviously games thrown in there as well where you will have a game in the afternoon but you'll also train that morning as well so it's it's an adjustment um but as long as you're prepared for it you won't have any issues at all um just into a daily schedule then so obviously every day does vary but generally for me um i used to wake up maybe the first session would be at eight so i'd wake up at about six thirty. um i'd get to the the treatment room get treatment first do all my prehab stuff because i had issues with my ankles at the time and to be honest you'll always have little niggling issues throughout pre-season so it's important to take care of those so then i'd be in the treatment room from about 7 to seven thirty. at that point then you'd leave to go to the uh the training pitch start training at eight um train eight until nine thirty. Um this session would really for us it was actually mostly kind of ball work and things like that that we did in the first session. The afternoon session was a little bit tougher where you did the majority of the running um in the in the thirty degrees plus heat which um which wasn't exactly the most fun but um looking back and it certainly uh it certainly was an experience but yeah so with the first session finish at 9 30 then for me it was straight back to the treatment room again where you'd ice um remove any strappings things like that um back home then for maybe half 10 where you just relax 
um, refuel that sort of thing and then next session was at about three so for me I used to get back to the treatment room for about two do all that stuff for half an hour um, get to training train from three to five or three thirty to five thirty this session like I said was often a more difficult session that involved a lot of running um, just a lot of conditioning in general so that's when the, the bulk of the work was done um, after that session then again it was just back for ice baths um, I used to do them all the time pre-season um, or ice if you, if an ice bath wasn't available at the time you just ice any individual uh, muscles that were causing issues at that time um, yeah and that was about it really and then most of the time you come home you'd be home for about six and then we used to have either dinner as a team someplace or else we'd have a team meeting at night so that was often i think it was about 8 8 30 at the meeting was for about an hour and just involve a lot of talking just about how the, obviously the expectations of us as representatives of the college but also then from a from a soccer point of view looking at how we wanted to play um shape that sort of thing just just the, the overall kind of i suppose how how we wanted to approach games how we were expected to approach games and things like that so those were it was a long day really really long day get to bed about 10 um and then do the exact same thing then the next day um so it was it's a really tough tough schedule the daily schedule is tough and, and that lasts for two weeks you get one day off a week and uh yeah that's that's pretty pretty much it that's that's what a day in the the life of pre-season looks like um i'm just going to touch now just on staying injury free so this this was a massive one for me because as some of you might know i might have touched on it before but for me when i went to the u.s first so my first season my very first day i got injured in the last session of the day so this was after like multiple fitness tests uh two sessions and it was just towards the very end of the session that i i pulled my hamstring at the time and then my first season was just kind of a an absolute disaster for me personally because I picked up a few ankle injuries, things like that. Um, and within the US, injuries are not dealt with very well on a college level, which I which, which is a topic for another podcast. But it's um, yeah, not the best, and and was a absolutely terrible time uh, for me personally during during that first season, especially struggling with kind of being away from home, so far away from home, and just kind of being in the US for the first time and being there alone and things like that. So it was really it just added to the stress really, but like I said, that's a that's a topic for another day. But staying injury free is so important. You want to take the necessary uh, precautions that you can. So just making sure you get enough sleep, that you hydrate properly. Um just as well, I suppose it's it's kind of a difficult thing to touch on because I'm I'm all about kind of hard work and giving hundred percent all the time. But the main thing about preseason is just basically getting through it because the college season is so short. If you pick up a four week injury, that's you out for almost half the season. So in preseason, you want to, the your main objective is to finish preseason injury free. Well, relatively injury free. You're always going to pick up some niggles, but generally you want to be as injury free as possible uh, finishing preseason. You certainly don't want to pick up any long-term injuries so for me that was a learning curve um, in the second season I definitely put that kind of mentality into action you have to pick and choose when you'd give maximum effort there's no point in say if you're a striker for example um, there's no point every single training session closing down the defenders at a hundred percent every single time you have to be 
you have to be smart in how you do it um, you have to hold back at the right times and like I said the main objective is simply just get through pre-season because it's such a grueling schedule and unlike professional teams you don't have the the necessary support as in like the medical support and things like that um, nutrition wise as well you don't you don't have it so like you do have to take care of yourself and you have to do what's best for you and if that means holding back a little but obviously you want to show what you can do from a technical point of view but you have to pick and choose when when you do give that 100% once you're in season um, obviously the, the sessions get a little bit easier so that's when you can really let yourself let yourself go and really show what you can do but for me during pre-season it's just about getting through it um, getting those fitness levels up and um, yeah just staying injury free basically um, recovery methods um, for me it was I used to do a lot of ice baths um, protein shakes as well um, that's more into nutrition really um, I'll just probably slot recovery methods and nutrition into one um, so they kind of tie in together so recovery methods I suppose for me was foam rolling stretching um, heat pads before training ice after training uh, enough sleep as well hydration is absolutely vital um, especially in the in the hot conditions that are in the US you definitely want to make sure that you're adequately hydrated um, at this time as well things drinks like Gatorade and things like that you can use them they're not, obviously if you're not doing physical exercise they're absolutely atrocious to be using you should not be using them but especially during pre-season when you're losing so much uh, salt through your sweat they can be really really good to use so I used to stock up on Gatorade just um, for the two weeks of pre-season so I just kind of always had had one to hand um, but yeah that's that's pretty much it for recovery um, nutrition it can be so because you're burning so many calories when you think about it, if you're training twice a day you are literally burning so many calories so the big problem for a lot of people is actually eating enough to to stay fueled um it's it's a tough one so i remember in the first day of pre-season we had like pizza in the fridge and things like that which we'd eat which looking back is not the best and if you're trying to be the ultimate professional and things like that it's not the best but at that time because you're burning so many calories and at the end of the day you are a college student as well like i said you're not a professional you don't have access to chefs and whatnot so you do have to kind of make do with what you have and it's just important that you do keep the calories up um, and try and maintain as quality food food sources as possible, but try not to think too much on it in terms of food quality. You just want to make sure that you're getting enough calories in um, to sustain the the effort that you're giving. Overall, preseason it's a fantastically rewarding experience once you finish it, and you can really feel the benefits of it once you're done. But like I said, the important thing is just to stay stay injury free during it um yeah and like i said with this podcast i just really wanted to give you an insight into it because like i said when i was going to the us i kind of was searching so much for information on what it's actually like so i just with this podcast one of my main objectives is to give you an insight into what it is like um and i hope with this podcast i have just given you a little bit of insight into it um it is really tough but like i said it's very rewarding and once you actually get into the in-season sessions then it makes it so much easier um, if you've put in the effort in pre-season but the key thing for me is just being prepared before you go there and not to underestimate how difficult it's going to be it is really difficult and it is a big adjustment and not enough that you're actually moving country and then that's all new experience but then with the training load on top of that and then you've 
classes as well on top of that it can be quite a lot so you just want to make sure that you're as prepared as possible and that you approach it just with a positive mindset as well you know you kind of have to you're there for a reason and you're there to play soccer and you're there to to give the best possible account of yourself and become the best best version of yourself that you can be so you have to get as much as you can from it and that's really really important and it's important to get to know your teammates as well because they will be your support system throughout your college career you'll kind of go through the runs together and things like that and it can be you know it can be tough if you're not if you don't develop those um those friendships and and that bond with your teammates so that's really important as well um but other than that that's really all i want to touch on for the moment um as always, if you have any questions whatsoever, feel free to contact me by Instagram, uh, Twitter as well, or send me an email as well if you want to. Um, I'm always, always happy to help because, like I said, for me, when I was about to go to the US, I really wanted to get an insight into what it, and into what it was like. So for this podcast, I hope that any of you are there at the moment. I wish you the very best of luck and make the most of the, the experience. And I'm truly jealous of you as well. If I could go back to that time, I definitely would. It's It was an incredible time in my life and something that I'd love to go back to and relive all over again. So when you're struggling with those preseason runs, just remember that there's um there's somebody out there who'd like to swap places with you just for a short while. So, But I hope, like I said, this, this podcast has been insightful and provided value to you. And like I said, if you have any questions whatsoever, feel free to get in touch but um, thanks very much and thanks for listening and uh, I'll speak to you again soon